Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 24 for me and season 28 for George. This is day 23 of season 96, the anti-penultimate day. Huzzah. Our first question asks us for the title of a song and gives us a couple of lyrics, and I am not going to sing for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I could nearly do so myself. Um, it gives us how many years must a mountain exist before it is washed to the sea, and how many times must a man look up before he can see the sky. And there are many other variations on uh, how many of something has to happen. Um, this was just you know, a, a question that conjures the song very much for you if you've heard it before. Because the answer, my friends, is blowing in the wind. Um, and literally, the answer to this question, in fact, is blowing in the wind. <laughs> um, with an apostrophe after the N in blowing, um, if you're being precise about it. Uh, this is just, it's a song I've heard, and it's a pretty distinctive one. And it gets, you know, gently made fun of sometimes mm. as well. Um, but it's, it's a classic, you know, early sixties, uh, kind of maudlin, uh, folk song about, uh, wishing things were better in the world. Um, so I knew this was blowing in the wind. Yeah. Same. I just, you know, read the, read them and about halfway through the second lyric, it, it was already, I was, I was hearing the music in my head. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. reading them silently in in the rhythm um so yeah i didn't really think about it much other than is it blowing or blowing i feel like mm -hmm. it's blowing mm -hmm. i will go with blowing and that was the correct answer apostrophe and all but of course not that you have to put it yeah. question two asks us uh what color dianthus flowers typically are and notes that this is the source of the use of this word as a color. I didn't know this offhand. Uh, I didn't recognize the genus. Uh, didn't really recognize what flower it might be that's a color. Mm -hmm. uh, and just kind of tried to think, okay, what you know, what are the what are the main colors? Blue, red, green, orange, yellow, blue. Okay, none of the purple, none of those are, I'm pretty sure none of those come from flowers. Mm. Um, and that, and you know, tried to think of other colors that are flowers' names, like cornflower, no, lilac, lily, lavender, no, lily's not, li lilac, mm -hmm. lilac. Okay, that's a, that's a distinct color. Yeah. That's a flower. Could it, is it native to the Mediterranean? Probably, because like, I feel like it's one of those ones that's been around forever, especially in Europe, like even pre-Columbian uh, times. So it would have been around in the Mediterranean. So, okay. Yeah, for lack of anything else, I'll go with lilac. Yeah, and that's a very reasonable uh, possibility. It, I, it was among the ones I thought about uh, in first considering this question. And interestingly, a lot of the ones that I um, considered initially were basically shades of purple, like periwinkle mm. came to mind, sure, yeah. lilac, lavender, violet. Um, and I, I tried to also think of some other different parts of the visible spectrum, because I figured there have to be quite a few um, where the flower gets named and then the, the color 
that it references is kind of defined that way or vice versa. Um, but I thought, you know, Dianthus, I don't think um, sounds like the right genus for any of those. And this is a bit of a, a branch of trivia where if I have um, any store of knowledge about it, it comes directly from my dear mother, who was a very good gardener um, and, and always loved to have beautiful flowers around and um, and talk about them and just what kind of flowers they were um, and like whether they're annuals, perennials, um, you know, kind of what their properties are, how you take care of them. Um, and I think the previous question that I got based on um, having those conversations with her was about heliotrope. That was a previous um, season, I think, uh, question. And so it's kind of fun to see another one come up here. Mm -hmm. um, but I got to thinking about this. Um, I thought, you know, there's a flower called pinks. And I don't, um, I, I feel like Dianthus kind of, kind of kind of resonates with that like it I think those are supposed to be the same kind of things um and they are I, I would not have really known that that's the source of the color pink but I thought you know the flower is the source for the color um makes me think that it's kind of like a color that you don't automatically associate with a flower like even you know lilac lavender or violet um kind of come from those flower names too but they haven't detached from that origin quite as much mm -hmm. you can kind of bring that right to mind um like whereas, they, de they definitely remind you of the flower yes as much as the color yeah. exactly they're evoking the flower in service of of naming the color um and so i thought pink though that's something that I don't think people uh, would make that association. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of just, this was a bit unconscious when I was thinking about that, but I was like, it would be really interesting, basically, if it's pink, a color that is just, we use very frequently without thinking, you know, just like those, those little pink flowers that, you know, some people call dianthus. Like, that's not... Um, a, a conscious association for people. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I felt stronger about like Dianthus being pinks and pinks being Dianthus. Um, Cause I know I've, I've definitely heard that, that um, the genus name before as well. Um, so I thought, I think this is probably pink because the, um, the question is asking, for the typical color of the flower. Um, so I, I I tried to do a, a close reading of what the question's actually asking for a lot today um, because I, uh, earlier this week, felt like I had a little bit of a scare with the one that was, uh, um, uh, and I'm, I'm forgetting which question, but I gave the full title of the thing instead of... My mother the car. Uh, my mother the car, thank you. Instead of just saying car. And I got credit for it, but that, you know, I really would not rather have that, that uncertainty, um, when I am assessing whether I got the question right. <laughs> um, so after double checking that, I went ahead after 
all this explanation and put down pink. And that was correct answer. Well Indeed. Done. How about that? Question three asks us for one of the four largest cities in South Korea that isn't Seoul. Yeah, so this one, the the one that popped immediately to mind was Busan. Um, and chiefly because of the movie Train to Busan. Um, I think that what happened in my head is I've seen that movie title, you know, and it's, it's a kind of a sticky one because Busan is not something that is associated with anything else in my world than that movie and the fact that I know the movie was Korean. Um, and then I think I had read a little bit about uh, Busan and some other context that gave me the sense that it's a very large city, that maybe it's the second largest or it's, you know, in the upper echelons of, of cities in South Korea. Um, and so between those two things, I thought Busan's probably a good guess for this. So I went with that. Uh, so I uh, you know, tried thinking of large cities that I remember being in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I came up with four. One was Seoul, of course. And then I thought, well, I think Busan is a fairly large one. Uh, I know it's, a, I believe it's a port city. I think it's in the south. I think that's what Train to Busan was kind mm. of about. They were fleeing south from, I believe, zombies. Uh, never did see it. Right. Uh, and then there's, uh, then there's Teju. Uh, I don't remember where that is. I just remember the name from when I was stationed there. Oh. Uh, as being kind of a big one. And then there's Incheon, which I think I remember mostly because it was very important during the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was mm-hmm. uh, that was the location of a U.S. amphibious landing that uh, very much turned the tide of the war, as I recall. Okay. Um, so, let me see. Is any of those a very large city? I don't remember. I, I don't think I ever... I might have been to one of them. I think I went to Busan once pick up some vehicles and drive them back up to Seoul, which is where I was stationed for the first half of my tour. Um, but I don't remember much about the city itself. We just flew into a base, picked up the trucks, drove. Huh. Uh, I know that Incheon's a port. I know, I know it was strategically important. I don't know whether that's because it was also a large city. Hmm. Uh, Teju, I just didn't remember anything about it all. Just recognize the name. And then there was uh, Pyeongchek, which I believe is where the olympics just were maybe pyongdong pyongchang i think pyongchang yeah that's that's it yeah um but i, I don't think that i think that's more of a resort town it's like a, a sochi or a lake placid kind of place mm, not mm-hmm. not a big city that has uh that would have that many people so i spent the whole damn morning just trying to think <laughs> like what more do i remember about any of those cities that would tell me whether it was one of these magic three and finally i just said, I can't think of anything. I'm going to go with Busan just because it was in the movie and therefore it's probably important enough that that's like a recognizable thing in Korea, which is, I believe, where the movie was made originally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're not just saying, like, train to some podunk-ass little port town. <laughs> um, it wasn't the train to Peoria. So, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Busan. What the heck? And that was the, one of the correct answers. And the other two were Teju and Inchon. There you go. So I'm really glad I spent a lot of time discriminating <laughs> amongst the three and figuring out which one would actually be correct. 
Well spent. <sighs> well spent. Uh, question four asks us about uh, a feature of a particular artist's work in terms of uh, the subjects. This feature was emphasized very much and asks us to tell us what the feature is. So Margaret Keene, I remember the Keene painting thing is gigantic eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel like it's kind of in the service of pathos in these paintings to, mm-hmm. to emphasize mm-hmm. the, uh, the vulnerability of, in particular, children by having these big uh, kind of anime-type eyes. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'll say eyes. Yeah, this was one that I actually uh, did know pretty well in the sense of, A, I think this also has been a Learned League question before, uh, if not in the uh, the regular season, then in one of the um, mini leagues or, mm. or one days or something. Um, but the story of Margaret Keene, I also have read about, um, I want to say there was a New Yorker or similar long read kind of article about it. Um, and just the fact that her husband took credit for her work until he died and couldn't anymore, Mm. um, is just one of those sort of, uh, infuriating, you know, exemplars of the patriarchy that just, you know, sticks with you. Um, and that plus the fact of this art being so distinctive, you know, one of the things that Margaret Keene, I believe, did to prove the work was hers is you know, paint a painting in front of a judge or a jury or whatever it was mm. in court, as far as I recall, just to, to prove that it was she who had painted them wow. all along. Um, and so, or at least maybe that was in the movie. Maybe that was a dramatization. Sure. I, you know, it's been quite a while since I read up on it. Um, but I knew that the film that's referenced in our question here was Big Eyes. Uh, and okay. so okay. once again, I had to say, okay, <laughs> what tiny bit of information is actually being asked for by this question, <laughs> which is just the name of the feature, like the, mm-hmm. the subject's what. Yep. And so I put down eyes because that's all it's asking for. It doesn't need to know the title of the movie or or the size of the eyes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, once I had, again, kind of parsed that out, I put down eyes. And that was correct. I would not have gotten the film. I did not remember. I, I, I may have just said, oh, hell with it, big eyes, just because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? But yeah, I, I didn't recall that particularly. Indeed. Question five asks us for a prolific author with a French-sounding name who wrote uh, more than 100 books, including How the West Was Won and Guns of the Timberlands. Yes, and, uh, you know, 100 books or so that um that are generally american frontier themed um so french name plus westerns to me says louis lamour and i you know if there's a deep bench of french named western writers out there (laughs) i don't know who they are Mm -hmm. um and i don't think that's generally learned league's tack is to to delve into that kind of thing anyway Mm -hmm. um so i figured this had to be louis lamour so I put down L'Amour with the apostrophe. 
uh, yeah, ditto. Um, as, as I was reading through this one, I was kind of thinking, oh, is this going to be about Zane Gray? And then, oh, uh. French-sounding name. No, that's the other one. It's, it's Louis L'Amour. And I, so I said L'Amour and did not put in the apostrophe. Much like blowing in the wind. I went Fair. completely apostrophe-less today. Depostrophied. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Louis L'Amour was the correct answer. And then finally, our last question of the day is also a favorite of mine. And I think also I've seen in Learned League somewhere before. <laughs> um, but it asks us about a game that was released in 1977, which featured dice molded in the particular shape of what animal? And says that the scoring is determined by the way that these, quote, dice-esque objects, mm -hmm. end quote, land. Um, and this is, uh, this is Pig's. Mm -hmm. The game is um, uh, now it's gone. <laughs> it's Pigmania. Pigmania, yes. Um, uh, uh, another uh, another thing that your grandmother, uh, that your mother, mm -hmm. uh, was always up for a oh, game yes. of Pigmania with the <laughs> with the grandkids, uh, and we uh, we got her set, and it's I think it mm -hmm. was right behind me here. If you can't hear me right now, it's because I'm facing directly away from the microphone now. Mm. Um, but it was. And we, we kept it in, in the room in which we are recording this for quite a while after she True. Uh, after we got it from her house. Uh, and it, it's a uh, fun fun game for kids. Uh, very much the favorite of uh, one and a half of the kids <laughs> uh, who enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but yes, this was Pigs. And uh, I was I, I knew the name of it right up until just a minute ago when I was... <laughs> And that, that was another one where, uh, much like you with the big eyes, uh, mm -hmm. I, was, I had to read the question a couple of times to make sure it was not asking for the name of the game. Right. Just wanted pigs because that's what the dice are shaped like. Yes. Um, yes to all of that. And in fact, I think we may have two different sets of this game Possibly. from my mother's house. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason for that is this game was originally released as Pigmania, but then was recast as Pass the Pigs. Pass the Pigs, yes. yes. Um, and so this is uh, this game has had a much longer lifespan than I ever would have expected. I I think genuinely uh, it was gonna it was expected. I think to be just a novelty game, like haha, you're playing dice with pigs, mm -hmm. um, and that Absolutely. it wouldn't have any staying power. Um, and yet it, it went through a whole reincarnation. Um, and uh, it, it's something I played for, you know, many, many hours and games worth of it with friends and cousins. And it is just a sort of hilarious way of playing a game like that because it has all these quirky terms for the different positions the pigs land in. Mm -hmm. You know, the highest scoring one I think is the leaning jowler. Um, and if you, if the pigs are touching each other, when you roll them out of the little pig pen cup, then it's called uh, making bacon or something mm -hmm. like that. Sounds and you right. lose your turn. And so it, you know, it's very like the, the pig theme is goes all the way through it. And uh, it's, it's just some good, silly fun. Um, and the little pigs are pretty cute too, um, and so yeah, this this is one that again was pitched right down the middle for me. Uh, I also put down pigs after doing that same calculus. Like, is it asking for the game name? 
And no, it's not because I think it's gone through these two rather different names. And I think that asking for the shape of the dice, you know, pins it to one particular mm -hmm. answer, which is probably easier to score and, yep. and so on. Um, and so, uh, yeah, this is definitely one I also knew cold. I put down pigs. And that was correct. It was indeed. Which means you bearded it. Yeah, it's old hat now. Wow. I don't care anymore. Four in a row. <laughs> Four Absolutely in a row, insane. you guys. Ugh. Absolutely insane. Very much. Wow. Um, my seventh of the season, which is also a season record for me. Um, I think I had one season previously where I had five. And so we're not even quite to the end. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, surpassed that pretty well. And it's nice to finally do that in Arundel. You know, where it's much more the expectation if you want to actually stay in Arundel. Um, so, so yeah, I am as shocked as anybody. Um, I, you know, I, I've been kind of a little bit uh, giddy about it this, well, this whole week because just bearing it once is great. Um, you know, just to, to keep having it happen again as this weird quirk of an outlier um, is is a little bit mind-boggling so uh, one of our friends said well i guess they've used up all the questions you didn't know <laughs> it's all gravy from here so uh, i i hope that he's right that would be just fine with me and you had five on the day i think I had five which yeah a good five and four i was dead certain of and one that i mm -hmm. I guess I, I guess I couldn't <laughs> possibly have gotten wrong yeah. considering that I I had three possibilities but um mm -hmm. yeah so I felt pretty good about it I'm I feel like the, the 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 pink question is one that's going to probably skew hard against me at least probably pretty well females given that yeah. the color itself and the fact that it comes from a flower uh, yes. probably probably a big uh, a big gap there yeah because this is even more like you know there's sort of like the general landscaping type stuff mm -hmm. that that men might be equally or even more into than women um as far as you know working in the yard but like planting annuals and perennials i think is going to be much more gendered mm -hmm. um and, and much more leaning towards women getting that so you know uh my question to you is are you up against an opponent who is male or female? Does do you know? Does it say? Uh, I believe my opponent in the main rundle was male. Okay. And that is why I threed that one. Yeah, I uh, put three on that in main and two on it in um, the uh, private rundle, mm -hmm. just because something else was, you know, they they had a way tougher category in uh, yeah some other in game sport I think it was, um, and I did. Uh, you know, see, pig mania is one or pigs is one of those hard ones to defend for me because it's been present in a lot of my life and I have no gauge for how widespread knowledge of it is. Mm -hmm. It really struck me as kind of a niche novelty thing from the late 70s and early 80s. Yep. Um, and yet it did have this renaming and re-release kind of thing um, and seems to be kind of still around. So like. I guess maybe more people know about it than I think, um, but it's hard to say. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I tied on a nine five, so Oof, brutal. that was no. 
I don't see how anybody with a, a pretty good food score has any business not knowing uh, Garrett Masala. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah. I uh, thought for sure. My, my opponent missed it as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I zeroed it and ended up losing much worse to, to but uh. also to a 9-5, which is a little frustrating. Yeah. I wonder whether they just said Masala. Maybe. So I had one friend who did, and I don't know whether yeah. he got credit for it. But Probably not, because yeah. we, as we talked about last uh, episode, there are more than one kind of masala. Mm-hmm. That just means a spice mix. It's not that specific one. So, um, yeah, you know, I hopefully, I, I'm hopeful as well that, you know, being up against, uh, you know, you can never tell with Arundel, but also if I'm in luck that... You know, my opponents will not know that the flower question. I think mm. that was a very, you know, uh, a woman-oriented question. From at least this guy's perspective, I did not know that there is a flower called a pink. Mm-hmm. Like that is just not a not a thing I know. Yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah. Um, and also. and yeah, even <laughs> even like I said, even men who are sort of into gardening or landscaping Mm -hmm. that's such a a delicate decorative flower that i wouldn't expect them to gravitate to or kind of uh be have that on the tip of their tongue yeah you know also i've always thought it was weird that pink uh is like the only uh shade of a major color that kind of stands on its own Hmm. like we don't have a like there there's a lot of different pinks and it's basically considered another color Sure. It's not like that for light green or light blue. There are there, shades of there's them, some. but there's not like like if you, if you say light blue, people mm-hmm. will think of light blue and they won't say, "Oh, you mean cornflower or you mean like a particular True. thing." If you if you tell someone, "Oh, this is light red," in English, they're just going to be, "You mean pink?" Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a very definite. Hmm thing with just with that yeah there isn't that thing for any of the other major colors that's an interesting that's, that's the one that we mm-hmm. have that's true it's always struck me as odd huh apparently it's I because people like this way. flower <laughs> or the shears either way yeah the the the, the shears are great gotta love them <laughs> well anyway that is it for today, and that is it for the best week that Amanda's ever had. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tune in on Tuesday for more post-game analysis as we head into the penultimate eight days. Right. And remember. Don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>